Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. Again, we learned about grace last time. We learned about Jesus. We learned about how Jesus and grace works together. But then that Holy Spirit is that one ambassador that continues to work through us, continues to work through us in all that we do. So today I'm going to read from the book of John 14, 26. And this is Jesus talking. He says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you your remembrance all that I said to you, to you. Let's go back again from the top. Bring back to the top. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit is what? The Helper. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. The Holy Spirit is sent in the name of? As a representative of who? God who lives in us. Because remember, God is an extension. uh, The Holy Spirit is an extension of God. Go to the next verse. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. You see, no one can truly know Jesus Christ unless you are taught about the Holy Spirit. You can read the Bible left and right, back and forward, but if the Holy Spirit isn't present in your life, it's just hard to understand the Bible. The Bible becomes a regular book. That's why scientists are out there trying to disprove what the Word says, but they're reading it without the Holy Spirit present. The Holy Spirit, it teaches us who we are who we are in our heavenly father it is the spirit of god who will enclose to you what is to come he is your comforter he is your counselor he is your advocate this is the holy spirit he is your helper yes this is what the holy spirit is in us he is our counselor he is our comforter he is our advocate he is our helper Today, I would like to look at five different characteristics of the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to be long. I know that I said five. I'm trying to give you a break because Pastor Jose is going to give you like 10-point message next Sunday. 22-point message. So I'm just trying to just leave you with just five. Five characteristics of the Holy Spirit. The first, I'll get right. The first characteristic of the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is a loving helper. You see, when, you, when, when, when we are suffering, we want someone who will care for us. We want someone who will fill us up with love. We want someone who loves us. We want someone who can feel like they're offering some form of comfort in our life. We want someone that when he hears our cries and sorrows, he will step in and help us and show us genuine concern for us. You see, the Holy Spirit is that person. He is our helper. He is that loving helper. He is that person who continues to show love when we're in moments of depression. He continues to pour out love into our lives. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He is no stranger. He he, he knows us inside and out and even in spite of all that, he still loves us. He knows how messed up we are. (laughs) He knows how screwed up we are sometimes. But he continues to show his love He continues to pour out his love in us. His words are able to bring comfort to our dry soul. This is the love that the Holy Spirit shows to 
his own. It is a love which can reach out to your grieving heart. There's a lot of grieving hearts probably today. The Holy Spirit can reach out to that grieving heart. It's a love which can wipe away those tears. There's a lot of people who cry sometimes hidden from their spouse because they're dealing with hurt, but they don't want their spouse to see it. And they're hiding, but the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is saying, just call out to me. Just reach out to me and allow me to do what I am here to do for you. It is a love which can wipe away every tear from your eye. It is a love that can heal, heal the sorrow of their soul. Do you know how much the Holy Spirit loves you? I think you don't. Because if you did, you would praise totally different. Your praise would be totally enhanced. You would be doing backflips in the middle of service because of his love. You would be doing the worms with the... the, the the worm across the front row of the church because you know how great he is. You see, we can't even calculate the amount of love that the Holy Spirit has for us. It would be easier, listen, it would be easier for you to calculate the grain of sand at a beach than understand how much the Holy Spirit loves you. It would be easier It would be easier to measure the weight of the universe than to try to figure out how much the Holy Spirit loves you. That would be easy. That would be easy. The Holy Spirit doesn't have a limit. The Holy Spirit does not have an end. It's infinity, the amount of love that he provides to you. I will tell you this, God's love for us is greater than that amount, than the amount of the weight of the universe and the amount of the grains of, of, of the sand at the beach when you're at Miami putting your toes in there, in the sand and enjoying the hot weather. Ooh, it's probably better than what we're feeling right now. It's kind of cold outside. But it's more than all that sand that you can see across the beach. The Holy Spirit's love is that amazing to us. John 13, 16 says... For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But have eternal life that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Your life does not stop here. It carries on. That love does not stop here. It carries on. Understand is that God the Father sent the Son to redeem us. God the Father sent his Son Jesus to redeem us on the cross. Listen, listen, listen. But the Son sent the Spirit to help us. Yes. Amen. We were redeemed by Jesus, but we were helped by the Holy Spirit. All of this is done because of God's love for you. The Holy Spirit is our loving helper. The other second characteristics of the Holy Spirit is that he is a faithful helper. The Holy Spirit is a faithful helper. Now you're saying, what does that mean? I have to add more faith? No, he is faithful. Even when you think you can't measure to anything, he continues to be faithful. He continues to show love. He continues to show uh, hope. He continues to encourage you when you fall under depression, when when you fall under moments of uh, of discouragement. He is there saying, hey, hey, I'm still faithful to you. The love in this world sometimes proves to be unfaithful. 
There's a lot of love that we receive and sometimes it's so unfaithful. It is not real love. It is not the love that the Holy Spirit gives us. But we enjoy that unfaithful kind of love so much. And the Holy Spirit is saying, I've been here. I've been sent through Jesus to give you this love, to give you this, this feeling of faithfulness always. But this is not the case for God's spirit. You see, his faithful, he's a faithful helper. The Holy Spirit is a faithful helper. He is always there. He will never turn his back on you. When everyone turns their back on you, he will never turn his back on you. He will never abandon you. You will never find yourself abandoned. Never. When the Holy Spirit is present in your life, you will never find yourself abandoned. You will never find yourself with moments of doubt because the Holy Spirit is already acting in your life. Just saying, hey, you got this. You're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. You're going to make it to the other side. Stop crying. Wipe your eyes. I'm faithful. I'm loving. I'm the Holy Spirit. He will never abandon you. He will always love and love you to the end. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I like this one. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13, 6 says, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. There's, there's a different way that you walk when you have the Holy Spirit present in your life. There's a whole different way that you walk when the Holy Spirit is present in your life. You walk with just like your chest is like, you walk differently. Not because you're stuck up. No, it's because you know who is in you. You know who lives in you. You know that you, that, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You know that anything thrown at you will just bounce off. Now, we have moments where we're like, but I still feel like I'm, 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 I'm not there. It's because you're not, you're not trying to pull in the grace of God into your life. You're not trying to, trying to look for the Holy Spirit. You're not trying to uh, um, embed your brain into the word of God. You're not trying to have a moment of prayer at home. You're not doing, the, you're not doing your faith. That verse, faith without works, is dead. So if you have the faith, but if you're not doing the work, it's dead. It doesn't amount to anything. It doesn't, it's not going to calculate to anything. It's our responsibility to keep pushing, even when there's pain, to keep pushing, even when there's hurt, to keep pushing, to keep striving. Are you listening? Yes. See, God does not abandon his children. He does not leave us as orphans. God will always, always, always stick by our side. The Holy Spirit, man, is a faithful helper. Are you in trouble this morning? Maybe you're in trouble right now. Maybe you're trying to see how you're going to make these bills this month. Maybe you're saying, I'm struggling, I just got fired. How can I believe in a God that I can't see? How can I, how can I move forward when at home, my home is a, it's, it's a hurricane. It's like a hurricane just went through the whole rooms at home. How, how can I be this way when my relationship is falling apart? How can I be this way when, when, when I feel like I'm nothing to God? How can I feel this way? And then the Holy Spirit is saying, I'm your helper. I'm your helper. You see, we have moments where we have these moments where we're like, oh, God, I just feel so alone. You're alone because you choose to be alone. The Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit never left. As soon as Jesus descended to heaven, ascended to heaven, he left us the helper. He left us the helper. So as soon as you receive Jesus in your life, the Holy Spirit was like this. That's how the Holy Spirit sounds. 
<laughs> it wasn't like, no, no, it was like, your whole life changed. The way you look at yourself changed. That whole week, you was like, <laughs> reading all the verses of the Bible. That whole week. <laughs> He was reading from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. He was reading, uh, reading it all. Why? Because you were fired up. Let me tell you something. Just because you have the Holy Spirit doesn't mean that trials and tribulations are going to come your way. They're going to come. The tribulation is going to come. The Holy Spirit is there to help you. But what happens is we don't focus so much on our relationship with the Holy Spirit and we just push the Holy Spirit and say, oh, I got this. I can deal with this. I prayed. I did my little Bible verses. I'm, I'm all good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. No. The same way you go, you go to the gym to work out. The same stuff you do to you know, get that beach body ready and you're motivated. It's the same kind of muscles we need to develop when, with our relationship with the Holy Spirit. You have to put the time in. You have to put the effort in. You have to wake up at 6.33. Get some prayer. Start off your day right. Start off your day right. Let me tell you something. Think about this. How many times do you wake up and the first thing you do is reach for your cell phone? How many times do you do that? You go like this. (sighs) (laughs) (sighs) That girl is crazy. (sighs) Every morning you should do this. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. What you need me to do? What direction do you need me to go this morning, Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit, speak to me. I need you. Holy Spirit, I'm struggling, man. I need you. Tell me where I need to go. And then at 633, this little notification comes on your on your iPad or your cell phone. Like, ring. And Pastor Jose is there like, good morning, everybody. <laughs> good morning. And the thing is, he's so good at what he does. Like, I, I, I sometimes I'm trying to, like, trying to reach and, and trying to compare myself. Like, I can't do all that stuff. He's, like, skilled, like, at all he does. So, like, he'll say everybody's name. And I'm like, this, like, okay, everybody, just close your eyes. <laughs> this is how I'm going to end my prayer. But, again, there has to be a seeking of the Holy Spirit. But it has to start from you. Your relationship has to keep going. There's some of us that are in relationship that we shouldn't be in. The Holy Spirit is not a relationship that you shouldn't be in. You should want to be in. The Holy Spirit, you should want to be in that relationship. But you may say, I have sinned. Yes, we all sinned. We are all sinners. We are all heathens. We're all misfits. Do you think that God does not know that? Do you think that God doesn't know about your struggles? Do you think that God doesn't know about your pain? Do you think that God doesn't know about your mind, about how your mind struggles with probably keeping everything together? Do you think that God doesn't know that you're dealing with other stuff that's happening, other forms of sin? Because we all think that sin has different measures, but sin is sin. There's no different levels. There's no different, you know, you're the, you're, you're, you're the goal level of sin. No, that doesn't work. That's, that's not how it works. Sin is sin. God knows our struggles. This is why he sent Jesus to die for us. And then when Jesus went up to heaven, he left us the Holy Spirit to remind us that we're never alone, to remind us that we're going to make it through, to remind us that we're going to make it out of this crazy world. Okay. 
You see, he knows, but even in your unfaithfulness, he remains faithful. When you are unfaithful, he remains faithful. I don't know about you, but that, that hit me hard. First John 1 John 1.9 says, He, oh, where we at? Okay, good. I just saw that. If we confess our sins, he is faithful. Now, if you have this on your phone or you have a Bible, you know, that ancient book that we read, um, you should highlight he is faithful. He is saying that he is faithful. He's not saying that you're faithful. He already knows that you're not faithful. (laughs) He already knows that you need help. But this verse says, he will conf- uh, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He knows we have unrighteousness. He knows that we're messed up. He knows that we're beat up. He knows we got a couple black guys. We got some, some dirt. He knows it. He already knows it. And he's saying that's why you're not faithful. I'm faithful. Amen. That's why you need me. I don't need you. You need me. Are you getting that? That's our, our, our hearts every day should be like, I need more God. Right. I need him in my life. I need more of his word. I need more of, 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 of this word that I could continue to receive every morning at 633. Wake up, guys. Wake up. Wake up. We have about what? How many? Like 40, 50 people, 60 people that sometimes check us out. And it's amazing that as soon as you push record or live, man, everybody just ding, ding, ding. It's going crazy, and it's amazing because you know why? Because there's a there's a, a hurting world out there, but there's only a couple people trying to get more of His presence. Yes. That is making that little sacrifice to wake up and, and get more of Him. You can also be a part of that group. You can also be a part of that family, man. This is a family where we're all we all know that we struggle. That's why we're waking up in the morning. We all know that we have problems. That's why we're waking up in the morning saying, "Hey, I need some prayer. I need some I need some encouragement. This life is hard. It's difficult." It is getting on my nerves. <laughs> this life is difficult. Notice that this verse, this verse said, who is the one that's faithful? Not us. He's faithful. It is not you or us, but it is God. He is faithful and just and to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He is faithful. Yes, you have sinned. We all know that. I've sinned. Surprisingly, yes. I will be a liar to you and say that I don't sin. I will be a liar to you and say that I don't sin. But by the grace of God, he continues to love me and continues to uplift me so that I won't get distracted next time. He continues to wipe away my sin. He continues to make me new again. This is an ongoing lifestyle that we need to have. But sometimes when things are going good, we just want to forget about the presence of God. We can't do that. We need God in our life all the time. Amen. Think about this. You would never see a police officer go out to work in the field, in the field, without a bulletproof vest. That's right. That's right. The enemy is out there to destroy you. The enemy is out there to kill you. That Holy Spirit is our bulletproof vest. That's right. We need that Holy Spirit. We need that Holy Spirit in all that we do. This just doesn't make sense. To people, it doesn't make sense. To some people, like, oh, yeah, you're one of those Christian people. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that We need the Holy Spirit in everything that we do in our relationship with our couple, with our significant other. We should have the Holy Spirit present in our relationship with our kids. The Holy Spirit should be present at our job. The Holy Spirit should be present. The Holy Spirit should never have a moment of absence in your life. 
It should not, man. It should not. The Holy Spirit is a faithful helper, man. Another characteristic of the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is a wise helper. The Holy Spirit is a wise helper. Have you ever tried to go to someone to give them advice without the Holy Spirit? Like you're like, oh, I have, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk later. And then you're like, what am I going to, how am I going to help them? The Holy Spirit gives you wisdom so that you can speak to other people, so that you can encourage other people. Every time you have a moment of talking or giving a counseling session, whatever, you should pray, say, Holy Spirit, come in this room right now, God. Come in this room and allow this conversation to flow. Because sometimes we're trying to talk to people. We're trying to motivate people. We're trying to encourage people without the presence of the Holy Spirit. When you have and when you work without the presence of the Holy Spirit, it just fails. It just crumbles. And that's why the Holy Spirit is wise. Because the Holy Spirit, when I'm speaking, sometimes he said, bro, you said that wrong. You should have said it this way. Or the Holy Spirit says, well, the way you spoke to that person was out of the ordinary. You should have spoken this way. The way you said hello to that person, you should have said it this way. You should have smiled more. You should have greeted them more. The Holy Spirit corrects you. The Holy Spirit keeps you in check. The Holy Spirit is a wise helper. Stop working without the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you. There's a story of Job in the Bible. If you don't know about Job, take this time. You can read it. Not right now. Not right now. But in the Bible, there's a story about Job. And listen up. Job was a righteous man. Job was a God-fearing man. Job had so much love for God that he received so much forms of trials and afflictions in his life. Job lost properties. Job lost kids. His kids died. Job had all these issues in his life. And then the Bible says, in Job 16.2, it says that his friends came, three friends came to encourage him. And instead of encouraging him, they said, it said, he <clears throat> said, though Job's friends intended to comfort him, they accused him of his transgression. They, cho- they, 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 they chose to just belittle him even more than what he was going through. Instead of bringing him up, they just said, bro, you just screwed up big time. You're not getting out of this. You, you, are, you are here because you put yourself here. But when you have the Holy Spirit, you speak differently. You speak like, hey, how can I help you? What can I pray for? If you're not surrounding yourself around people who are Holy Spirit filled and have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, run away as quick as you can. Because it's scary when you're trying to get advice from people who do not have the Holy Spirit present in their life. I look at people, when I look at Angelo, I just want the best for him. Angelo, you are a sharp looking guy. Even if you don't feel like he's a sharp looking guy, I'm like, Angelo, you look good. There you go. All right, come on, man. Help me out, brother. When I look at Rob, I'm like, Rob, you're, man, you're, you're a very, very, very handsome young guy. He's like, oh, thank you very much. Oh, stop, stop. Gladys, stop. Stop. You should surround yourself around people like this. Hey, when, you're, when, you're, when your face is hitting the ground, you should be like this. When, when, when your friend's face is hitting the ground and they're, they're like tired of it all, you should be that one that says, hey, you want to go out and you want to talk about this? You want to go out and talk about this? You want to allow the Holy Spirit to be present in our conversation? You see, Job wanted that, but he didn't get that. Many of us, sometimes, we don't get that. We want that. We want that form of encouragement, but we don't get that because the people that we're getting our advice from are not filled with the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit is wise. 
The Holy Spirit would not allow you to go into a room and just talk craziness. The Holy Spirit would keep you in check the whole time. Be like, don't go this far. Come back. Don't go that far. You shouldn't have said that. And then it'll bother you to the point where you have to call that person back and say, look, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have said that. I should, I should have spoke this way. The Holy Spirit brings some form of conviction. It keeps you in check the whole time. You know why? Because that's a peace of God who lives in you. It's a peace of God who lives in you. And that's exciting to know that peace of God lives in us. Everywhere I go, I have God with me. Everywhere I go, I have God with me. That's exciting. That's encouraging. To know that I am not alone in this journey. To know that I am not forsaken in this journey. To know that I am not forgotten in this journey. Or I am not holding, at, I'm not standing at the edge of, a, of, of, of the stage and I'm about to fall. And, and at least I know that the Holy Spirit is there to bring me back up again. Some of us are just dealing with so much frustration and anger. And the Holy Spirit does not pr- pr- uh, promote anger. The Holy Spirit does not promote anger. The Holy Spirit does not um, promote a mind of confusion. The Holy Spirit does not promote that. The Holy Spirit promotes answers. Love. Faithfulness. The Holy Spirit does that. Another characteristic of the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit is active. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how you do it. The Holy Spirit is always active in your life. Even when you're still doing stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, the Holy Spirit is still present. The Holy Spirit is still knocking at your door. I'm here. Where are you at? Open your door. I want to encourage you. (laughs) You're not by yourself. You choose to be by yourself, but you're not by yourself. I'm here. I've I've been sent by Jesus to be your helper. Throughout this world, I am your helper. Holy Spirit does not comfort by words only, but also by deeds. Man, you think, you think that some of the things that you've had happen just because it's out of your own will? No, it's because your relationship with God continues to bless you. Amen. Through the Holy Spirit, you continue to receive more blessings. You, you continue. Look, Louis, congratulations, Louis and Emmy. You got a house, right? Louis, Louis got a house. You should be smiling, Louis. Get excited. You know why? Because it's, we all know that, you know, it's because of what you put in. It's the reason why you're getting what you're getting now. Because of your faithfulness, God continues to bless you. Because of your heart, God continues to bless you. You see, that the Holy Spirit is always active. Even in moments where you don't feel like he's active, he's always there. Some comfort by saying, be warm and be filled, but they give nothing to help those people out. Sometimes you're saying, oh, I have the answers, but then you don't help them. You don't help people to get the answer. You don't help them to get warm again. You don't help people to get encouraged again. You're keeping all the resources to yourself. And instead, the Holy Spirit is a Holy Spirit that needs to be active in your life. And all that you do, everything that you do, it needs to be active. Be warm and be filled, but they give nothing. But the Holy Spirit gives us understanding. He gives us promise. He gives us grace. He gives us comfort. The Holy Spirit helps us build relationship with our Father. The Bible says in Romans 8, 15. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. He's our daddy. He's our daddy. He is my pops. 
Let me tell you something. If I'm, I'm 33 years old, if I call out to my mom or my dad, sometimes my mom will be like, hi, Poppy, how can I help you? Because she's mom. But then when I talk to my dad, my dad's like, what happened? What did you do wrong? Every time I call my dad, I think I go through a whole Bible study in one city. He is filling me up with so much words. He's filling me up with scripture. He's saying, do you know what Jesus did at this time? Do you know what these people did? You know how they got out of this, these struggles that like he's always preaching to me. And the problem is, is that we want to be around people who can always just give us food to eat and to spend time. But we need, to surround, around, we need to surround ourselves around people who can wake us up, shake us up, say, hey, wake up. Wake up. You see, I'm adopted by my heavenly father. And I'm able to say, Abba, Father. When I'm struggling, Abba, Father, help me. When I'm, when I'm hurt, Abba, Father, help me. Abba, Father, I need you. It's, it's, not, it's not something to take lightly. You have the helper. The helper's already in you. You just have to ask for him to help. Yes, you just have to ask. It already belongs to you. It's already there. There's nothing that you can do that can separate you from the love of God. There's nothing. There's nothing. And then you're like, but why do I still feel this way? Because you choose to feel this way. It's because you choose. You think Job in the Bible didn't go through stuff? He went through a lot of hiccups. He went through a lot of moments of frustration. Where, where, where the God, where, where, it was to the point where God said, hey, test him out. He's one of my faithful ones. Test him out. Throw everything you got. Test him out, world. Test him out. Take his kids. His kids died. His property was taken away. Everything was given. Then he had a sickness. And, and, and God was like, just give it to him. Watch, check, watch, watch. Look how faithful he is. That's the form of faithfulness we should have with our relationship with God. Yes. It doesn't matter what comes our way. We're supposed to be faithful no matter what. That we're able to, we we're able to cry, but also understand where our answer comes from. You can cry. I'm not saying you can't cry. I'm saying you can cry, but you need to also understand that because of the helper who lives in us, the helper allows us to be rebuilt, to be transformed, Amen. to be made new, to encourage us to live another day. This world is scary, man. It is scary. It is scary to live in this world without the Holy Spirit in your life. It is scary to live in this world without God, Jesus in your life or God in your life. You need that. You need him in your life. There's so much obstruction happening everywhere. There's so much pain happening everywhere. And the helper has already been sent. We just have to receive the helper and say, helper, take, help me out here. Help me out here. You see, the Spirit will actively guide you and direct you in the, in the areas that He wants you to go. You see, I want you to know that the Holy Spirit does not sit back and watch you stumble. No. The Holy Spirit doesn't do that. The Holy Spirit is like this. Hey, I've told you. I told you three times. You just didn't want to listen. You just stumbled because you want to stumble. The Holy Spirit is there. You just have to have, ask the Holy Spirit to be active in your life. You know how you do that? Pray. Read your Bible. Spend time with Him. Spend time in relationship with the Holy Spirit. When my son was diagnosed with MS, um, with, sorry, when my son was diagnosed with uh, diabetes um, in 2020, what directed my eyes straight to his presence was not my pain, it was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit said, you know I'm faithful. You know I got your back. This is just a little bump that you're going to go through. You're going to be okay. 
See, the Holy Spirit is, it, it, so it's, it's a part of God that continues to remind you that he's still present in your life. The world brings negativity. The Holy Spirit brings answers. The Holy Spirit brings comfort. The Holy Spirit brings love. The Holy Spirit brings encouragement. The Holy Spirit brings not loneliness, but comfort. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That's what the Holy Spirit does. You're probably like, oh, I just can't take this no more. I'm just tired of waking up so early in the morning and going to work and dealing with people. Activate the Holy Spirit in your life so that he can transform your environment. Maybe you have to. It's funny that I get this a lot where people are saying, man, you're just so joyful. No, it's because I'm speaking to God every morning before I get in here. I'm like, God, I need a breakthrough. Help me out. (laughs) I need some help. I can't do this alone, Father. I can't do this without your will. And that's when the Holy Spirit continues to show me love, continues to comfort me. It was funny because a lot of people were making fun of my jacket today. <laughs> I thought it was nice. It just reminded me that I wanted to be in bed today. Um, but they were making fun of me. They said, uh, when you're up here, say, bah. And um, I said, you know what? That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So the Holy Spirit is working in me. You know, the Holy Spirit is saying you can take it one way or the other. And I'm like, you know what? That was a good one. It's a good one. It's honestly the only jacket that fits me right now. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit, man. The Holy Spirit is incredible. When you start to understand how, how, how amazing his love is, the Holy Spirit just changes the environment of your life. The Holy Spirit just keeps you uplifted. I'm telling you, every time I go into work, I am, I am praying. I'm like, God, you're going to change lives today. God, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna break those chains that are bondage in these people's lives, Father. God, you're going to continue to work, Lord. Yes. And it's so, incra- it's so, so encouraging because I, I get moments where people say, hey, can, I, can you pray for me? Because sometimes they're watching the online and they see me pray. I'm like, you want me to pray for you? And they say, yes, can you pray? I take that moment and I pray. I'm not being, I'm not carrying a big King James Bible speaking out verses. No, I'm, I'm being myself. That's the one thing my father taught me. My father taught me, you want to minister to people? Minister first to yourself. So that your reflection can be seen throughout everything you do. You want to bring people more to the kingdom? Allow them to fall in love with you and your characteristics so that they can say, I need to surround myself around you because you got something that I need. That's what the Holy Spirit does. That's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit just transforms you from how you used to be to who you are going to be. Isaiah 11, 2 says that the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of of counsels and strength, the the, the spirit of knowledge and and the fear of the Lord. Do you think that you have been through a different, uh, do you think that, that you have a different form of the Holy Spirit? Think about this, that Jesus, when he was baptized, received the Holy Spirit. He received the same Holy Spirit that we all received. The whole, all the same Holy Spirit that we have here, Jesus received it. Jesus dealt with life for about 30 years without the Holy Spirit. Think about that. For about 30 years, Jesus didn't have the Holy Spirit. But when he was baptized, the Holy Spirit came from heaven and embraced his life. So if you think you're going through struggles, think about Jesus. Jesus did it. Jesus was able to get through it. And now we have the helper who lives with us 
Since the moment that we received Jesus as our Savior, he filled our life completely. The helper lives in our life. The helper is there. The helper is embedded in us. And all that we do, the helper is present. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you and lead you for he will lead you on the path of righteousness. He will warn you of danger. He will convict you. Yes, the Holy Spirit convicts. He will convict you when you have gone astray. He will draw you to the Father's side. He does it for your own good. He wants to be actively involved in your life. The Holy Spirit just wants to be present in all that you do. But it's it's our job to seek more of his presence in our life. It's our job to take that moment and form that relationship to become stronger. The fifth characteristic is that the Holy Spirit is ever-present helper. Ever-present helper. Folks, here is a truth. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your God is always near you. When you're distressed, God is there. When you're depressed, God is there. When you're struggling, God is there. He is the ever-present help in times of struggle. He he will never leave you nor forsake you. His love is always pointed in your direction. You see, Paul said, listen to this. Paul said in Romans 8, 38 to 39, it's from the Message Bible. Yes, I read different Bibles because I want to make sure there's a different form of translation for these verses that I'm trying to spit out to you this morning. It says, I am absolutely convinced that nothing... That nothing living or dead, angelic or demonic today or tomorrow or high or uh, low or or thinkable or unthinkable. Absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love. And God's love because of the way that Jesus, our master, has embraced us. You are embraced. You are loved. You are cared. There's nothing in this world that can separate you from the love of our master. There's nothing that you can think of that can separate you from the care that our master has. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's tell your neighbor. There's nothing that can separate you. There's nothing that can separate you. Let me tell you something. I did a a little example last Sunday, and it was kind of funny because everybody was like, "Oh, what did you use that bubble gum for?" Um. When I was here, they're like, oh, that bubblegum had some, some sort of power. Like, no, it was just to freshen up my breath. Because um, it, it was thinking for a little while. And I had Rob up here. I didn't want him to you know, faint when I was blowing into the balloon. Um, but I want to use this as an example. Many of us, before we come to God, we're like this. We're like this. We're empty. We're hurting. We're in pain. And we're like this. We're, we're struggling so much. And we're like, God, I, I hear about people talking about you. I know that you're here. I know that, I, I think I know that you're here. I, I don't really know, but I hear other people speak about you, and I just want more of you. But we come to God, and when we come to God, we come empty. We come empty. But when we, <clears throat> but when we receive Jesus in our life, the Holy Spirit fills us up. Fills us up. The reason I'm not going to fill it up too too much because I want to spill it. The Holy Spirit fills us up. And the reason why the Holy Spirit fills us up is because we've made that decision to believe that Jesus is our Savior. 
that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus continues to bless us no matter what. But how many people know about life? How many people know about life and the, the, the destruction that sometimes life brings our way? Sometimes life brings so much destruction. It brings hurt. It brings pain. Even though we've been, we received Jesus as our Savior, it does, our relationship doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop that first day. As soon as you receive Jesus as your Savior, you need to connect with somebody who is fired up for God that can continue to motivate you. Connect with one of our groups here at Scarlet Note to continue to motivate you so that it can, it, it can make sure that you are always this way. But what happens? Life comes in a Walmart bag. Life comes in a Walmart bag. You're like, what does that mean? We receive Jesus, but envy happens. We're still struggling. What happens? Envy, sourness. Yeah, that thing stink too. And then what else happens? It looks clean. It looks clear. But self-righteousness happens in our life. Or we need to have it all together, but... Just because you have it all together, you still can stink. Just because it looks like it, ooh, that's that vinegar. Ooh, nasty. Yeah, you received Jesus, you received the Holy Spirit in your life, but you still need to look for him. To make sure what? To make sure that when issues like this come your way, you can push it to the side. But then what happens again? Ooh, you get some hate. Hate. Hate happens all the time. You look on social media, hate is everywhere. And that hate fills you up. Like the red. Mmm. Hate. And then from hate, what happens again? Bitterness. I got lime, then I got lemon. Because you're going to be bitter. It's going to happen. But again, it's always about who we have in our life that changes this. Oops. A little bit too much. (laughs) And then, soy sauce. (laughs) Happens. Soy sauce, if you ever taste it, it's nasty. It's salty. It's disgusting. I can't stand it. But it happens. So we receive Jesus as our Savior. We receive the Holy Spirit. But because we don't continue to look for Jesus every day, sin takes over. And then we want to go like this. Listen, we want to go like this and save other people. Come on. You want to go like... <laughs> you want to go like this and you want to save other people. But then you come back on Sunday or you... After Sunday, maybe, maybe Tuesday, you got a revelation that you like, hey, I need God in my life more. Then what happens? Faithfulness. Holy Spirit brings faithfulness. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit brings ever-present help. Holy Spirit brings activeness in all that you do. Let me tell you something. That water was nasty. (laughs) 
And the Holy Spirit, listen, brings love. Holy Spirit brings that love, man. It's like, And Then the Holy Spirit brings wisdom. We all need it. But the more I seek the Holy Spirit, the more my cup begins to overflow. The more I, I look and I, I have desires of the Holy Spirit, the more I overflow to the point where all my situations start to erase all of my moments of bondage, all of my moments of hurt. They start to erase because every time I am seen through going through issues, I know that the Holy Spirit can take me out of these moments of being in bondage. Then you become clean again. But the problem is we want to do life without the Holy Spirit. We need to have the Holy Spirit in all that we do. No matter what, it doesn't matter how long you've been in the church, we all need the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is our helper. We are his well. Let our wealth overflow. Let it overflow with his love and his grace. That's what the Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit makes us good again. Let's see if it tastes better. It don't taste like soy sauce now. God wants to do that to you this morning. God wants to make sure that your cup is overflowing of his love, with his love and his grace. God wants you to know that you need him. And he wants you. You need him. And he wants you. Thank you again for checking out our podcast. If you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing, please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org. See you next time.